0: I want to talk a little bit about buying houses and what kind of houses not to buy. It's a little bit of a transition from my normal conversations about selling houses, but this actually has everything to do with selling houses because my point that I want to talk about tonight is some houses don't sell at appraised value and all of them have the same thing in common. This is Brian Mayer with the Mayer Group at EXP Realty. If you want to find out how much your home is worth or find out how we sell houses for more money, check out homesellingadvice.net. So the one thing that all these houses have in common, and the the way I'm able to speak educated about this subject is I have all of my listings pre-appraised. So I'm able to watch trends. When you're a listing agent and you sell a house, the buyer gets their appraisal, but you don't know what the buyer's appraisal is. So most listing agents, well, I'll say 99% that, I don't know any other agents that get appraisal, so... Every agent I've ever known doesn't know exactly how much their houses are worth that they actually sell. Like They don't know what they're appraised for, but I do. So I have uh, some advice on buying a house in that you don't want to buy a house that has something about it that makes it undesirable. And I'll give you a couple examples. I'm selling a house right now that has no yard. Um, the square footage of the lot is like a quarter of an acre, but there's, none of it is a yard. It's just wooded and it's in a nice neighborhood that has yards. It's not like this is like down some dirt gravel driveway in the woods. This is like everyone has a yard except for this guy and his house is turned to the side and it's on a shared driveway. So strike three, um, it's not selling at appraisal. We're currently 15,000 under appraisal and it's probably going to need to go below that in order to sell. And it's because, um, on paper, it's got a certain square footage, a certain level of, uh, you know, niceness to it. It's got all granite countertops, stainless appliances, hardwood floors, beautiful home. But the fact that it has no yard turns a four-bedroom house into a little bit of a problem because most people are going to have kids, and kids want to be outside. And if there's no yard, that's a problem. So the shared driveway, is, in, that's just um, a vanity thing where... You, you know, you pull up and there's, you know, it's kind of ugly and you're pulling up to the side of a house and all that stuff factors into it. But I think the biggest issue is the yard. All right. So the second example is we just sold a house this past spring where the house was very close to the road. And it turned into a nightmare trying to sell this house because the house was one of the most gorgeous houses I've ever sold. Like, uh super high and colonial with granite countertops, stainless appliances trex deck triple pane anderson windows i mean this thing was like decked out and the lady who owned it was a home cleaner so the, this thing was white glove clean but i could not sell this house the yard was gorgeous i mean this, everything about this house was stunning and all the feedback was the exact same feedback love the house you know it's the perfect home except for it's too close to the road so where we live in southern Maryland, this, this house is in Calvert County, Maryland, most of the houses are in cul-de-sacs and there's not busy streets here. So this house is on a double lane road and I think that the fear is that kids are going to run out of the front door out into the street or you're putting the groceries away and the kids are getting out of the car, the ball rolls out into the street or whatever it is uh, it's just a big nightmare. I mean, I, I, actually showed the house a couple times to clients and they said, we're not even getting out. I'm, I'm not doing this. My kids aren't getting run over here. So it was just like, oh my gosh. So in, in, in these situations, the home, the people that bought the house were getting a good deal because it was cheap at the time. It was like, oh, we can get all this house and we don't care about this little problem. That's okay until you go to sell it. You got to really be strategic when you're buying a house, and and think through when you're going to sell, unless you plan on dying in the home, which you know definitely is, is the case. Um, but the thing that happens a lot of times people will rationalize this issue. The driveway is on a very steep hill, and you know everyone's like, "Well, what are we going to do when it snows?" Well, we'll just get a snowblower, blah blah blah, until you like slide down the hill into your house or something, right? Like. People have all kinds of fears and they have all kinds of, also a lot of vanity things. Like if the, it doesn't have a lot of curb appeal because it's tilted sideways. Like I'm selling a house right now that's turned sideways and you pull up to the side of the house. Well, anybody who ever comes over to the home pulls up to the side of a house. Like all those things get factored in when it comes time to selling your house. I know in, in this area, um, people come here usually without the um, intention of dying here they come here to work and they come here to raise their kids and they want to retire in south carolina or florida or in a rambler or whatever it is and this isn't their forever home so there's always this thought process of buying a home and people always ask me well what about reselling it what is that going to be like what do you think about it and all this stuff so in order to be able to be strategic about that you need to really think about what are the things that are going to be deal breakers for a buyer, and you can't let your own judgment. Get into that. You you can't say oh well it doesn't bother me like these people kept telling me that the ones that were close to the road oh well we got these upgraded windows you know come in here and shut all the doors and you can't even hear the road noise I mean yeah you can not until a Harley drives by or a diesel truck or whatever I mean we're 50 feet from the road and a Harley drives by at 10 o'clock at night guess what everybody's waking up but that's again not even the biggest issue the biggest issue is kids running out of the road they're like oh we don't have kids so it didn't bother so it's like well you live in a five bedroom house so just because you don't have kids you have to sell it so again like it just needs to be a consideration when you're buying a house you don't want to look for the outlier that's priced forty, fifty thousand dollars less but it offers you know it's a really nice house it's just oh it's just next to a landfill like oh yeah you get a great house but it's next to a landfill as long as you you know keep all the windows and doors shut you don't smell it right like we have allergies so we keep all the windows closed anyway like that's a terrible idea you should <laughs> When you're picking out a house, just make sure that you have the end in mind and you're not talking yourself into any kind of rationalization that's going to prevent you from being able to sell your house for the most money. Now, if you're getting one heck of a deal and you know that it's underpriced and you're going to sell it for less than the appraised value and you're fine with it that's fine but i think most people tell themselves that it doesn't bother me so it won't bother somebody else until they go to sell it and they realize that uh, you know all the people that are willing to pay top dollar it bothers it just doesn't bother the people that are willing to buy it at a discount which that's against the goal here so i hope you found this helpful and informative this is brian Mayer with the mayor group at exp realty if you want to find out how much your home is worth Or find out how we sell houses for more money, check out homesellingadvice.net.